Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. Uh, if you are a new listener, uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, it is the middle of March in 2020. And uh, life is good. Uh, a lot of good things happening at Sports Performance. Uh, just coming back from a great weekend at New Orleans. Uh, a little personal development and uh, excited to bring it to the team. Uh, but today we are covering five easy ways to reduce injury risks for youth athletes. Uh, some of this can be applied to adults. Uh, this doesn't really end. Uh, we are all uh, youth athletes at heart. Uh, someone once told me <laughs> that adults are nothing but kids with arthritis. That's pretty much it. So we never use, never lose that uh, youth aspect in ourselves. Uh, our bones just get a little, little, little tougher to, to sustain. So, uh, number one, how do we reduce injury risks in youth athletes? Uh, number one is cross training. Um, no matter, and I think this is uh, becoming more and more prevalent within media and uh, just general understanding that if you can play multiple sports that do different, uh, that apply different stresses to the body, that helps youth athletes build what we call resilience. The ability to sustain load or uh, trauma or stress. So if you have a baseball pitcher who is pitching, uh, you know, four days a week, all year long, the shoulder, elbow, and arm take a lot of stress. Now, if you allow that baseball player to have uh, a couple off seasons where they play soccer intermittently, or they're doing some, um, they're doing some basketball uh, in the summer, whatever it may be, that shoulder and arm get rest. And that allows them to play all year long and actually become stronger and more resilient. So uh, number one is definitely going to be the cross training. Uh, We're big, firm believers of that at Sports Performance. Uh, It is something that does need to happen. If you don't, all you're doing is you're placing um, that youth athlete at a higher risk for injury. Uh, Number two, teach athletes to communicate their pain. Now, if you're a parent, if you're a strength coach, if you are a fitness professional, it's all the same. Just allow them an open door policy to communicate their pain. A lot of times, uh, you know, especially parents, it's kind of hard. You're kind of caught in this fine line of, you know, you want them to to be tough and, and build resilience, uh, but you also don't want them to, uh, you, you don't want them to last with injuries. So, Create an open environment where uh, we allow them to let us know what they're feeling. And if you don't, you're, it's a ticking time bomb. It's a matter of time before that pain becomes uh, serious enough that they can't even play. So just to remind you guys, at Sports Performance, we have a uh, green, yellow, and red light system that we allow our athletes and clients to understand so that they can also uh, be empowered with awareness on how to manage their pain. So uh, a green light, 
What this means is if you have pain and the pain is only with activity, proceed, no problem. If you have pain during the activity, so if you had pain with pitching and it only hurts with pitching and it goes away after pitching, just monitor. We're good. It's fine. If it's a yellow light, what that means is you have pain and it hurts that uh, during that event and then also after that event. So if they if somebody has pain with pitching and they have it during the event, but then also have it right after the event and it lingers, that's a yellow light. I think you need to uh, proceed with caution, uh, begin to or consider seeing somebody uh, just to monitor maybe with a cons- consultation what needs to happen to address this pain. Now, if they have pain with the activity, after the activity, and they wake up, that is a red light. So uh, for those of you who might be pitching, if you have pain with pitching, after pitching, and you wake up with that same pain in the morning, uh, that is a red light. You definitely need to see somebody. And the only reason is your body heals and recovers at night. And if you cannot heal and your body cannot naturally heal on its own and you wake up with with pain or stiffness, uh, you're in a point where your tissue is being overloaded or overly stressed and it it doesn't have the adequate time to heal. So just allow athletes to communicate their pain. Um, This is such a good thing for the long term. All right, number three, dynamic warm-ups. It's an absolute necessity necessity uh, to have athletes just do some form of total body uh, warm-up movements that they will be doing on the field. If they're, I mean, essentially, this is really straightforward for the coaches, for the for the parents out there. It doesn't even have to be huge on, it doesn't have to be very scientific, and it definitely has to have some general outline and, and structure to it, so that way there's consistency, but just have them do movements that they're doing on the field. It's really simple. Just have them get their blood flow going, uh, ideally about 10 minutes, uh, you know, minimum, just to be able to uh, loosen up any tightness, uh, reduce the risk of any strains or tears that they might get. Um, if you are running late to an event and you get to the event five minutes before the game and you just have them warm up, that is a, uh, that is a request for injuries. You're literally putting your hand up and saying, uh, can I have an injury, please? Uh, literally, uh, I, I, I wouldn't uh, say this, but uh, you have to warm up. Uh, if I didn't mean that in, in, in prioritizing what you need to be able to do to minimize risk, this is at the top of the food chain as well. Uh, number four is along the same lines, except on the back end. So the dynamic warm up is important uh, before the event. Now, what we're talking about behind the scenes is rest and recovery. You have to imagine, uh, you know, your your body takes a beating, and and so do you know youth athletes with with exercise. And if they're doing, you know, uh, they are doing five days a week of, or so let's say three days a week of practice and two days a week of games. That's five days a week of a high activity for some athletes. Are doing two to three hours, um, and, and guess what? Nowadays, you know, in order to get a, I don't know, what is it now? In school, I think you can get like a 4.3 or a 5.6. I don't even know what it is anymore. You know, there's a lot of pressure. And 
when you have students and youth athletes who are trying to study, and on top of that, they're doing five days a week of training, that means they're probably, the ratio of hours of commitment is probably on the side of they're probably not getting enough sleep. Uh, and, and that puts kids at a risk for injury. And I don't think we really think about that. You know, you, you say, okay, it's only five days, but the amount of intensity that's going into homework nowadays is, is really impacting people's ability to recover. So you have to make sure they're eating, um, eating well uh, or enough, uh, that they're definitely intaking sufficient water uh, and then also getting enough sleep. So uh, sleep deprivation uh, is, is, uh, is associated with high, higher uh, injury risk. And so, you know, there was an interesting study that um, we listed on our blog uh, about this. And you can find this on our website, sportsperformancept.com forward slash blog. Find this blog. And um, it, it mentioned that athletes who slept on average less than eight, eight hours per night were 1.7 times more likely to have an injury compared to those who got eight hours or more. So just, uh, you know, this is, there is a lot of science behind this. So uh, the last one, number five, uh, teach youth athletes about safe practices in their respective sports. Um, ultimately, take the time to learn about unsafe practices. And if something looks unsafe on the field, address it to the coach or players. You know, it, you know this is for like contact sports. Uh, you know, teach athletes to understand uh, what it means to be hurt. Uh, and sometimes it will hide that. So, for instance, in contact sports uh, like football, you might have concussions or serious injuries, uh, but they just don't know that they can come to you with that, one. Um, and then two, understanding and outlining what an injury feels like so they know what that feels like and they're not scared uh, and that they can uh, openly come to you. Um, and then ultimately, you know, we're starting to see these concussions and, and injuries in sports that you wouldn't typically consider uh, direct contact with another athlete. So such as volleyball, uh, we, we've had a, a client here who's really, really struggled with concussions from volleyball, um, you know, on the receiving end when, you know, the ball comes at you at a very, very fast speed and just happens to hit you on the head. And it does happen. And letting these athletes know what, unsafe practices or what an injury feels like or what symptoms are can be very powerful because then they understand that if they begin to feel that, that it's not normal and that they can openly come in and see you to um, ask for support. And, uh, you know, those are our five tips. We see so many youth athletes at sports performance and these are, you know, five essential things that we've compiled uh, over time to identify how we can keep these youth athletes healthy um, all year long, not just get them out of pain and, you know, get them out of growing pains. That's that's not our focus. And I recently had this conversation with somebody who provided a, a video montage for sports performance and that we, our passion is not pain. And I think that's people people's perception. You know, we, our passion is, is keeping people healthy and active all year long. And what that means is, we understand pain, we understand injury prevention after it happens, we understand strength, we understand fitness, we understand the mindset that you need to be in in order to keep yourself and your youth athletes healthy. There's no way around this. If you think that 
you know, you know, you have a an eighteen year old body again, and you're thirty seven, uh, or you're fifteen, and you think you're invincible. Those those don't last very long. Uh, ultimately, things do catch up, and it maybe it takes one or two injuries for you to feel and be reminded of that. And ultimately, these are the principles and the foundations. You can't get away from it. You really cannot. So uh, if you've been lucky enough to not have any injuries, good for you. Uh, if you have youth athletes who aren't getting hurt, that's great. You need to be taking these into consideration to keep that, uh, that, good, uh, that good luck up. Um, so on behalf of the team uh, here at Sports Performance, we've got five easy ways to reduce injury risks uh, for youth athletes. This is a great uh, segue into our uh, spring break uh, youth training here at Sports Performance. It will be happening uh, at the end of March going into April. Uh, we do this to uh, educate and inform our youth athletes on what to do and how to do it to uh, keep themselves health- healthy. So we'll be going over these topics. So for those of you who are interested, uh, let us know. Uh, we do have a couple uh, packets and, and information uh, ready to go electronically and uh, in, in-house. So uh, let us know. Uh, otherwise, on behalf of the team, uh, we thank you for everything that you do for us and, and listening to this podcast. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, until next time, see you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.